Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm sitting in a business center at a Swank hotel room in downtown Vancouver with the band called Bob Moses. I have both members of the band here with me. Hi, I'm uh, Jimmy, and I am the lead keyboardist. I'm Tom, and I'm the backup uh, singer. You guys do other things. We do. I, uh, I dance around, I play tambourine, I have a really good time, and I hit a bunch of buttons. <laughs> and, and, you know, I guess co-songwriter and um, the guy that wears the hat. I, I sometimes wear a hat, but I play guitar and, yeah. Tom definitely wears the pants. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> Can you tell me about the negotiation process for who gets to be the guy who wears the hat? Jimmy just has a cooler hat than I have found so far, so he just kind of wins. It's just natural selection. Yeah, we're, we're, we believe in the strong uh, survival of the fittest in Bob Moses. So if you if you're better at doing something, then that guy gets that job. Yeah. And I happen to be not as good at guitar, but better at wearing hats. So you know you can't be you can't be good at everything. You can't. So before I turned on the recorder, some dude just left the room saying that he was going to have a party in Jimmy's hotel room. You want me to explain that? So um, we played a party once, and uh, I gave a friend. Uh, the key to my room and I came back and there was a six-person orgy in my room and I had to find somewhere else to sleep and that's where that joke stems from you're a rock star why don't you just wander right in um it just wasn't my time you know (laughs) you got to pick your spots and uh, I was more about sleep at that point you know but you know and I didn't want to interrupt the beautiful thing that was happening so I I found somewhere else to go rest my head Yeah, I can't say anything to that. How about we hear a song? I'm going to play Tearing Me Up from your record, Days Gone By. I would love it if one of you could say something about it for people who have no idea who you are. Um, It was definitely the fastest song that we wrote on the record. It came together in a couple days, and we just felt really good about it. It was, like, fun, you know? It's like when songwriting... Sometimes songwriting can be a lot of work, and sometimes it can be a lot of fun, and this one was a lot of fun, so I hope you enjoy it. Let me tell you about a little situation It's been testing my patience, man She was keeping me up all night
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Tearing Me Up by a band called Bob Moses. Off the record, days gone by. I have both members of the band here with me. Tom, it's your turn to talk about this song. Uh, this song is about someone who's doing you wrong. And, uh, yeah, it's semi-autobiographical for us. And, um... I love it. It's fun to play live. In the bookstore, semi-autobiographical. It's like half autobiographical. You know, it's like A through Z of that, I guess. I noticed that most of the Bob Moses songs are about relationships that appear to be going wrong. Is that kind of your track record? No, actually, we're not, well, sort of, maybe a little bit. Um, Lots of them we write about relationships, but we also... That doesn't necessarily mean they're about relationships to members of the opposite sex or anything like that, or the same sex or whatever. On the surface, some of the songs, you know, you might say, oh, they're all about a love relationship or something. But if you dig a bit deeper, they can kind of be trans- transmitted to other like areas of life, too. Yeah. Tom's the only relationship I've had that's gone right, so, you know, that's my track Aww. record. <laughs> what a success story. <laughs> That feels all warm and fuzzy. So your origin, you guys met in New York when you were both feeling a little bit down about your careers, but you were both from Vancouver and knew each other. So I would love each of you to describe the other guy as he was in high school when you guys didn't hang out. Okay. Jimmy was a really nice guy, and he had way too much energy, like way, 10 times much more energy than he does now, which already he has way too much energy. So he was just like the guy who came into art class who was like, oh my God, what's up guys, how's it going? But he was like, he was like the other guy in high school who was like the music guy and he was going to do it. And I was like, that's the guy who's going to be like, so I thought he was really cool. And um, except for his haircut. Um, but he was- Please describe that haircut. I'll let him describe his haircut. <laughs> I had a haircut where I shaved off the side of my head, like, but like left a little bit. It was it was pretty crazy. I also had a thing where like I had my hair completely platinum blonde and then it grew out too long, so only the tips were blonde. Because so basically had a platinum blonde faux hawk for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was that, and uh, very memorable. So I just remember Tom picking on me. No, <laughs> 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 uh, no, Tom and I had an art class together, and he had put out um, like an EP that he kind of was just selling out of the back of his car which is really quite good like you know and um he was doing things like he was like you know becoming this kind of popular music guy and singer songwriter dude and i was kind of like whoa that guy's gonna like go places and you know he's already selling like records out of the back of his car and like playing out shows and doing all this stuff i was like damn i gotta get my shit together you know but he was he was super cool like i mean we just used to talk about music and stuff in our class and um other than that we didn't really hang out too much but you know, he was basically known as, like, if anyone in the school is going to make it in the music business, it was going to be Tom. So that's why I read some books and figured out how to, you know, cast spells on people so they joined my band. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> so you guys met in New York and got together. A lot of Vancouver bands are sort of faced with the choice, should I stay or should I go, meaning should I leave Vancouver to find a career in music? Before you guys became Bob Moses, you guys both made that decision. I'd love you to talk to other bands about what they should be thinking about when they make that decision, should I stay or should I go from Vancouver? I think now, more so than when we left, I think now there's enough of a scene that you could definitely just stay here. And I think actually that would be great because the scene could be built a lot more. I really wanted to go and just explore. I was restless, you know? So that was a good thing. If you, if you have a restless sort of spirit, 
then I would definitely say go. I don't think for us it could have happened any other way than the way that it did. So for that, I'm grateful. But I also have a little bit of guilt for kind of leaving and like not, you know, helping grow something here. And when we came back, I was really relieved to see that like, you know, there's great labels like 1080p and Mood Hut and all these guys that have really kind of, you know, sustain the Vancouver scene or have they kind of basically trudged through the trenches to get things to happen here. I think it's time to hear another track by Bob Moses. I'm going to play Talk. So who would like to talk about that before people hear the song? Um, Talk was uh, one of the first tracks that we actually started working on on the record, and it actually samples a Bhangra track from the 70s. Um, I'm not going to say which one in case they come after us. You know, but um, hey, we got all the samples cleared. Yeah, we got all the samples cleared. Okay, it's 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 uh, I forget the name of it, but it's like the haha sounds. It's sampled from a 1970s bonger track off some movie soundtrack. So listen for it. interview show this is scott wood your host you just heard the track talk from the record days gone by by a band called bob moses i have both members of the band here with me sitting in a swank business center in a hotel room tom it's your turn to say something about this song this song was not made in a swank business center it was made in a grungy studio and um, i feel a lot more comfortable in grungy studios making music with uh, bonger, bonger samples than i do in the swanky business center but it's because of this song that we get to spend time in swanky business centers so there you go we sort of covered your guys origin before we heard the song when you guys finally hooked up in new york you spent a year before you started releasing any music as bob moses you said that you wanted to find your sound while you took that time i would love it if you guys could talk about that year you spent experimenting with what you would eventually become um we just basically we spent a whole bunch of time writing everything and anything um, and it was a lot of fun like it was it was stressful in the sense that it was like okay what are we gonna do like you know making music this very perilous and scary daunting task and we have to 
put something together that people are gonna listen to eventually. But it was also really fun because there was like this freedom of like, you know, we could make whatever we wanted and we had a, like a great time. But you know, we basically made everything from like acoustic guitar, songwriter, somber stuff to like, like block party uh, dance hits sort of stuff. So, and, and then we kind of settled on more underground, somber, somewhere in between. Yeah, it was like a, it was a big period of self-discovery, you know. New York was a great spot to be, so it was, um, we, our project is definitely birthed out of New York and like the whole scene we were running in. So we used, after just writing a whole bunch of stuff on our own, we kind of realized that we needed a bit of guidance or a bit of um, camaraderie and we kind of need some people to run with. And so once we found that, that's when we kind of started Bob Moses and had a sound and it came together pretty quick. So many bands feel pressure to be whatever they are right from the start. What would you say to those bands having those fights right now? You don't have to figure it all out and just be open-minded. And I think the thing that really clicked for me was that once I started being okay with being part of something bigger than just like my voice or our voice or our band and our songs and kind of like accepted help and did some collaborations and kind of became part of a sort of scene that was not or a, or a community rather that's a better word you know you need other people to help you get anywhere so like to to kind of absorb yourself in a community that was really what helped us and i think that is something to remember yeah i would agree with that i think you know don't take it too seriously and don't kind of paint yourself into a corner too quick you know yeah, lots of the great lots of the greatest artists have had several reincarnations and you know Madonna David Bowie yeah. and it's tons a, of the it's Beatles it's okay to have some follies too just like you know as long as it gets you to where you're going or like you know like some people their third record is the one that everyone listens to and their first two they're like what the hell happened there so it doesn't matter when it comes or how it comes like just take your time and make sure you're having fun I think it's time to play another Bob Moses track I'm gonna pick an older track I'm gonna pick I ain't gonna be the first to cry Jimmy you can talk about this one sure this is a cover of a Bobby Bland song who is Bobby Bland He's a, a blues artist uh, from the South, so, and Tom and I love blues. And so we always had this idea of like combining blues and kind of dance music together. And uh, we think it worked kind of great, like a nice funky guitar riff. And uh, yeah, and you know, it's a contest of who ain't going to be the first to cry. And usually I'm the first one to cry, so. I ain't going to be the first to cry Even though you had the last laugh on me
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard I Ain't Gonna Be The First To Cry, which is an older track and a cover by a band called Bob Moses. I have both of the members of the band here with me. Tom, it's your turn to talk about this song. We made that version of that song because my stepdad played Bobby Bland for me at a Christmas party or something. We had had this track that we had worked on before, and we knew we wanted to do something bluesy, and we knew we wanted to do something funky, but with our sort of sound, and... We had stalled on this track. We had the back and we didn't have the vocal on. And then I played it for Jimmy and we just kind of like both looked at each other right away and said like, why don't we try to work this into this other track? So we'd always loved this bed track that we had made. And um, yeah, I Ain't Gonna Be The First Cry is kind of the song that saved that, that piece of music for us. And, got it to turn into something. That's an older track. I'd love you guys to talk about how you feel about your growth as a musician on the new record, Days Gone By. We used to kind of focus more on making tracks that would sound good at clubs, like specifically like the warehouses in New York that we would frequent and go party at. And we were like, let's make songs. We want to play these shows, so let's write songs that fit with these shows. And as we started getting gigs and as we started playing more, we started to push the envelope into like what we could get away with. It's all just felt really great and natural and slow, and we've never gone, okay, that's it, I'm into punk, so we're going to do a punk thing now. It's all been like... You know, it just feels like it comes from what both of me and Tom are into and what we want to write. I've read you guys are both into punk and heavier music. I'd love you to tell me about a track that you guys both could start headbanging to while in the studio when you need a break from electronic music. What's, I don't know, what, what would we both headbang to? Like Sad But True Metallica, that's a good one. Yeah, right. Rage Against the Machine, yeah, Bulls on Parade. By Sl- Sl- by something by Slayer. Yeah, like Raining Blood, Slayer, or like, uh, what's that? Uh, or like, yeah, God Hates Us All. Slayer, that's a good record. Dave Lombardo's a sick drummer. Um, but I don't think he's playing on that. I think it's Paul Bostaff. So, yeah, I don't know. I love Slayer, and I love Metallica. love all that stuff. Um, and we, yeah, we listen to a lot of pretty heavy stuff sometimes. You guys often talk about how tight you are as a friendship, of course, because you're a band and tour a lot together. So I would love to know one thing you know about the other guy that not even his girlfriend knows. Oh, God. Whoa. Uh, that's... Uh... Yeah, does your girlfriend still know you're a virgin? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, um, you're the one who walked out of an orgy. Yeah, oh, go getting getting uh, shut down here. Sorry. Oh man, I've told, I've um, said too much. Uh, she probably doesn't know that Jimmy, on the whole last bus tour, slept with a stuffed wombat. His name's Wally. I got him in Australia. He was just too... I love wombats. And he's just too adorable not to take back to Canada with me. So, you know, he had to come on the bus tour. He's seen a lot of the world. You know, Australia... Very well-traveled wombat. Stop the wombat. (laughs) Dude, he's real to me. (laughs) Um, He, uh... Yeah, no, it was great. You know, sometimes when you're in those little pods, you just need a little friend. And Wally was a good friend to me. So don't talk shit about Wally, Tom. (laughs) Here's your chance to get him back. Yeah. Well, uh... I'm walking out of orgies and sleeping with a stuffed animal, so my track record's not looking too hot right now. I love witty music writing, and I read one funny quote about you guys where Vice Magazine said, Bob Moses said that you guys sound like a tranked Chris Martin from Coldplay. That made me chuckle. What's the funniest thing you read about yourself? Did um, you say drunk Chris, Chris Martin? They said tranked Chris Martin. What's tranked? Like shot with a tranquilizer gun. Oh, oh, he's been compared to Chris Martin a couple times, and I think someone said he sounded like a drunk Chris Martin too at one point. I forget who that was, and I said, "Yeah, Tom's 
pre-show warm-up is to chug a couple beers and sing clocks. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a great... We love Coldplay, you know? Like, they get a lot of flack for some reason, but, like, you know, they've written some great tunes, and you can't not great tunes. So, you know, we're just not going to hate on anybody. We just love everybody, we you don't, know? We, all, we, we hate on G-Eazy, though, sometimes. Yeah, we've done that. Do you know but, who G-Eazy is? But that's not a good idea. Who is G-Eazy? Uh, he's, uh, he's this dude that walks around on a security guard that, um, and he looks kind of mean, and I think he yeah. sings rap songs. Yeah. We're just scared of his security guard. You guys released a deluxe version of Days Gone By, and you put some acoustic songs on it. So in the background, I'm going to play Before I Fall. I'd love you guys to talk about being known as an EDM artist, but putting out some acoustic songs to show a different side. In the writing process, our writing and production process is very sort of one and the same. And there's always a time when we, once we've got, you know, a groove and some ideas and some melodies and stuff, where we pull it back, and I'll pick up a guitar, and Jimmy sits at the piano, and we just kind of play the song. And so... We, and we do that in, in the process to sort of like sort out more of just like the song itself as removed from all the sounds and production wizardry. Could I be so Thank you very much for your time today guys you've been waiting for your motel rooms and i think they're now ready for you so the last thing i love to get the band to do is pick one of their songs and i'll play it so who would like to pick the song and then you got to say something about it as the music comes up okay i'm gonna pick uh touch and go off our record which is the last song on the record and oftentimes the last song we end our sets with and uh it's great because it's kind of like this jazzy number that then eventually like takes off and kind of has this mad chemical brothers moment at the end so we uh it's great to play live it's really fun to listen to and hope you enjoy it thanks for being on my show guys thanks for having us thank you
two men one desire to be on the interview show with Scott Wood.